for us to begin replacing our expectations with a little bit of grace. This is a time for you to begin to notice what is and isn't true for you. Welcome to Messy and Magnificent, the place driven women come to elevate their career, health, and relationships. In here, we increase your productivity by replacing always being busy with the space to breathe. Hear your own wisdom and be part of a sisterhood that has your back. My name is Carly Bain, and together we're going to make sure that you have a doable plan and the roots to rise. Why, hello there, it's Carly, and today's episode, I am imagining that you are in my house with me right here, right now. I'm going to be pouring you a warm cup of tea, and we're going to have some real girl talk about what this time of C19 both is and isn't going to be about for you. And when I say that, it's because I'm going to lift the veil. I'm going to share with you what's going on behind the scenes for me and my clients that is working. There are these funny things that I'm noticing that a lot of us are having the same responses, and I've been calling them the three H's. These three H's are kind of the unconscious responses we can have during times of overwhelm and uncertainty that don't really help us. And if you joined me for the live Gathering Our Wits and Wisdom podcast event that we did, let's see, it was the last week in March. First of all, I'm so glad you were there. It was such a special night together. And you might have heard me mention these three H's, but hold on, because if you weren't there, don't worry, I'm going to walk you through them. But if you were, the rest of what I'm about to share with you, I have never shared with anyone in this format before. And I want to speak really openly. That's always been my style anyway. But right now, when there is so much change happening, it's easy for us to feel like we need to be doing things more or we need to be doing things differently. And that may or may not be true for you. So my intention here is that if you hear me share something today that speaks to you, maybe it's an idea or a practice I have put into place or my clients have put into place, I want you to take it and run with it. Make it yours. I know in my heart of hearts that when one of us rises, we all rise. And during a time of crisis and sudden change, having to do like all your own self-care while managing what's changing in the world or within your personal world, it's not going to cut it. Good old-fashioned meditation or whatever used to take the edge off for you before might not be enough right now. This is a time for real community care. So I'm going to wrap the arms of my community around you and share what this time is about and what it's not. We're going to go over the three H's, those unconscious responses we can have, and then I'm going to give you some very conscious responses, meaning some intentional things that you can apply right here, right now, to help you feel really steady and really clear. Ready? We're going to dive right in today. I'm not going to wait for a second. So here's the three H's that I'm seeing happening a lot. These are these unconscious responses that a lot of us have come up naturally during times of overwhelm and uncertainty that might actually not be that helpful. So listen in and tell me if any of these are relatable. And I'm going to share with you the one that I have noticed myself doing. So 
The first H is hiding. And by hiding, I mean you just want to retreat. It's like you just want to get in bed, pull the covers up over your head. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to hear the news. You don't want to see social media. Like you just can't deal. It's all too much. And there's this instinct to just like hide out and wait till the storm is over. So hiding. The second one is called hula hooping. At least that's what I call it anyway. And by hula hooping, I don't mean the fun activity of playing in a hula hoop. I mean, your brain is on a loop. It's going in circles. You have kind of a panic or tight feeling. You're getting little bits of things done here and there, but you're multitasking and nothing's really feeling complete or up to the standard that you want. And it's frustrating because you're doing a lot all day long. And yet at the end of the day, you don't feel like you have what you want to show for it. And then the third H is just hyper productivity. This is this desire to suddenly overwork or strain yourself to get everything done at once. So maybe you feel like you suddenly have to pivot your entire business like yesterday, or you need to get the family totally on board with a new way of living while you're in quarantine today, right? And you're doing that in part because there's some good function, like there's something you do want to accomplish, but also it's not really sustainable, right? It's not really allowing you to have both progress and presence, the ability to be present with what is working. You're more just focused on the progress. So our three H's, these unconscious responses that we can have to overwhelm and uncertainty are the hiding, the hula hooping, and the hyperactivity. I'm curious, of these three, does any one really speak to you? Let me know, like for real, on social media, let's be in conversation about this. I have watched myself hula hooping, which is not my normal go-to move. In fact, I'm going to share a very real example of what that looks like. But first, I I just want to say this, like right off the bat, all of these symptoms, all of these unconscious reactions are not a sign that there's something wrong with you. They're also not a sign that the whole world has gone to heck in a handbasket. They are going to amp up our stress response. They're going to make us doubt that we can handle ourselves or that we can handle what's going on in front of us. But they're not actually true indicators that something is wrong. Kate Northrop has a great way of explaining this. She said, you know, you can trust your feelings. You just can't always trust the volume of them. And I love that because during a time of crisis, it's like the volume on the feels has just been yanked to the top dial, right? And that could lead any of us to want to hide or hula hoop or be hyperproductive or any there mix thereof, right? Like anything. So this is not a sign that something's wrong with you. This is also not a sign that the whole world is falling apart. But that said, these things aren't really sustainable either, and they're not going to lead to great results either today or in the long term. So if you're finding yourself doing any one of these three, check out this story. Here's me catching myself hula hooping just last night. So unconsciously in the back of my brain, sometimes consciously actually, for the past few weeks, I have wanted so bad to make a quick online class for you. I did the gathering our wits and wisdom because that's where we start. So we got together, we had a free hour with everybody who listens to the podcast, and we talked about the foundation for getting clear during a time of uncertainty. And it was really more just an opportunity for a lot of wisdom to be in the same room and for us to get grounded together. 
But by golly, I wished I had a quick fix online workshop. Like I wanted to give you something right away to help you navigate the sudden changes we're all experiencing. And I was watching so many folks respond like immediately with free online courses and email programs and all this guidance to share. And I was really judging myself for not having quick answers to give you. And then, oh my gosh, just last night, snap, I caught it. I realized I was falling prey to my own sneaky dose of C19 comparison syndrome, herefore known as C19CS, right? (laughs) That's what I'm calling it anyway. Because here's the thing. I've never done quick fixes. I do lasting transformation. So that means the process that works for me is I think about a topic. I really analyze it. I speak with lots of my clients about it. I go do some more research. I get quiet. I listen, and then all of the puzzle pieces start coming together, and I've got answers. And that's when I share it. I share it when I know that it works. And so I've never been the quick fix like solutions gal. And you're like, oh yeah, also during all of this, you know, I'm running a thriving business. Our practice is doing well, and I'm tending to the extra needs of my clients who are navigating all this uncharted territory. So it's not like I had all this extra time that my brain is like pretending that I do. You know, my brain is saying, why haven't you come up with something? Why haven't you offered something? And every time I would have that thought, it felt like a knot in my stomach. My shoulders would rise up. I would feel tense. And I share all this because I am the woman who literally teaches a different way And here I am having those same very messy, very human, unconscious thoughts, this hula hooping around in my brain. Now, maybe your hula hooping might sound different or your C19 comparison syndrome could sound something more like, why can't I just get some rest? I mean, I'm finally home. Why can't I just relax and enjoy it for once? Or Why don't I know what to do now that my career's taken a left turn? I mean, am I missing out on some opportunity here? Am I going to fall farther behind than I already feel? Or nobody understands what I'm going through. I've got to work extra hours right now. Some people are talking about being home and I've got to do extra work right now because my career is really important to what's going on globally. And how am I supposed to navigate this? How am I supposed to sustain this while everybody else seems like they're able to relax? It's all the same old comparison syndrome that we've all had already, but the volume is turned up because our nervous system is turned up for a very legitimate reason. Because here's the thing about these thoughts. We don't exist in a vacuum, right? But the thoughts are in a vacuum. The thoughts pretend as if the rest of your life doesn't exist, right? As if you're not actually dealing with the emotional fallout of a global pandemic. That's a really big Deal. And here I am, the pro at all of this. I literally replace hustle with joy and prosperity. I did that for myself. That's what I do for all my clients. And yet here I was, hula hooping <laughs> between knowing that my business is actually solid and fine, but because I'm hearing so many other people be worried about their career and their business and then putting out a lot of content. I was slipping into doubt and feeling like I needed to change everything just because lots of other people are changing everything. Isn't that like hilarious to think about? 
It's just amazing to me how quickly we can unconsciously abandon ourselves and forget what is true when we feel panicked or overwhelmed. And here I am, messy and magnificent at the same time. Messy in that I was hula hooping and the magnificence was realizing that it was happening. Like, oh my gosh, when I realized this last night about 9.30 at night when I was stressing out again about not having the great one-time solution to offer everybody on the spot, I felt it in my body. I felt the tension, the not happening again, which to me is always the sign that I'm out of alignment, that I'm operating in a way that is not true for me when it feels physically not good within my body. So spotting one of the H's or whatever is showing up unconsciously for you, that's the win. (laughs) Just noticing that it's there. This is not an opportunity to judge ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about what this time is for and what it is not for. Our experience of C-19 is not going to be an opportunity for you to be hard on yourself. It's just not, right? So this is not a time for being harder on yourself. This is a time for us to begin replacing our expectations with a little bit of grace. This is a time for you to begin to notice what is and isn't true for you, right? So in other words, while there are many uncertainties, there is one thing that we can be certain about. You could decide that you will certainly extend 3% more grace or compassion or kindness to yourself, that in an opportunity to throw salt on your own wounds, you will not do it. You will not abandon yourself. Does that make sense? Right? How quickly, when there's a lot of volume and things going on, that we can accidentally get swept up in it. And that's normal. But what's extraordinary is to notice it and then dare to consider another way. So I'm very business-minded. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about the framework, this, this awareness I have that this time of C-19 is not an opportunity for me to be hard on myself and that it is an opportunity for me to practice extending grace to myself and to everybody else. So from a business point of view, I want to share with you what we're looking at right now, right? What is working for me within my practice when we're having our team meetings? So we are aware that we are going to come out of C-19 better than we went into it. And we know that that is true because it's causing us to have to pause and consciously reflect on what is working and what isn't, right? So during a time when there feels like there's more to get to, the only way we can sustain doing more in one area is to do less in another. Meaning, if you want to rise to the occasion and be able to sustain more energy and more output in one direction, whether that's homeschooling your kids now or just having to monitor their their online learning courses, or maybe you're having to show up for looking for a new job or show up for your existing career in a new way or a bigger way. When we are being asked to rise into something new, we have to be willing to let go of something else. Women who are able 
to navigate change and sustain it for the long haul, get okay with some things just being okay. So let me give you an example of that. We have plans to update our website. And my first thought was like, oh, this is amazing. During all this shift, now I'm going to have more free time and we are going to like spend any extra time we have updating the website, which was a vacuum thought, meaning that thought was happening in a vacuum all by itself, not taking into account the fact that my clients and my podcast community might need extra support right around now. Like that just makes sense, right? So it occurred to me that the website, while it would be really nice to get to, is not essential. We're going to be okay with that just being okay, because what I prioritize is being able to show up for my clients and myself for the long haul. So we are aware that we will come out of this better than we went into it, because this is an opportunity to get clear about what we value and then either press pause or let go of whatever isn't that value. Now that's really straightforward. It's not always easy. But it's pretty clear, right? The other thing that we have decided to do is that we're going to make sense that whatever we offer, so if we do make a pivot or we do make a change or offer a special program or service right now, that it both makes sense now and it makes sense later. Meaning, it is not sustainable to make a massive pivot right now to just in a few months from now have to make a massive pivot again. Like that sounds exhausting. Just thinking about it sounds exhausting. Our intention is to be really creative. What could we create right now that would be of deep, meaningful service to other people, would be good for our business, and also will continue to be of deep, meaningful service to people and continue to serve our business later? What could we plant seeds for now that will bloom later? And guess what? While we do get a few immediate hits of answers on that, we think, oh gosh, this course I've been offering in person has been going really well. We could bring that online and it would work online forevermore. So that would make sense now and it would make sense later. Great. Also, we don't have all the answers yet and that is okay. So real talk, I don't know if you remember the episode we did about the four seasons. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes because if you haven't heard that or even if you had, I cannot emphasize how timely that episode would be right about now. So in that episode, we talk about the four seasons of success, how we're not constantly on, how we don't always go, go, go all the time, even though That is what is culturally celebrated because that going all the time has never been sustainable for any of us. And we all create better work when we have space to breathe and process on most days. We don't get that every day, but on most days we come up with better solutions, right? So when I talk about those four seasons, this is a moment that's like winter. We call that the fertile void, right? So this is the moment, this is the season where suddenly things have gotten dark. And we don't have all the answers yet. And trying to come up with all the answers on the spot, if that feels stressful, tense, not great in your body, trust that. (laughs) Notice that. If you're in the fertile void right now, like we are in the creation of new programs, this is an opportunity to get really curious, to notice what could be of service to you or to other people, to take notes on that, to just listen, to nourish yourself, to lean back a little bit where you can. 
right? Because you won't be able maybe to lean back in the same ways that you used to. But all of this is to say, if you don't know yet, it's because you don't need to. And I know that that's a radical thought in a culture where we feel this immediate need to always have the answers all the time. But you know what? Quick fix answers don't always serve us. So, you know, I wonder for you, what makes sense for you to do now that would also serve you later, right? How could you plant the seeds for something today that will continue to bloom so that you come out of this time even better than you went into it and in one area or in multiple areas of your career or your health or your relationships? Because here's the thing. It is the wild west out there in terms of how you could respond to C-19. But you have always been the sheriff, (laughs) meaning that you get to create some of the rules. And we talked about that in a couple episodes, right? So I want to share an example of what I'm noticing is really working for my clients And why my clients are doing particularly well during this wild time. And I'm not saying that to brag because as you're about to hear, I'm not taking any credit (laughs) for why they're doing really well. It's actually something that they started doing every single one of them before we even began to work together. Individually, without ever knowing each other, they all did one thing that was exactly the same that has led to a foundation underneath them that is allowing them to do pretty darn well during this this challenging time. And not to say that they're not having all the human feels, that they're not, you know, having their moments too, just like the rest of us, but that they are particularly steady and they are commenting me that they're able to handle this. So check this out. All of my clients, one thing that they have in common, because they all have different businesses or different careers, different genders, different ages, the whole thing. What they have in common is that they have a practice of listening to their own truth and then honoring it, meaning that when they hear what's true for themselves, like if they get an idea that something is or isn't working, they actually act on it. They dare to make a change. They hold this notion that they've got this feeling that something could be better or just different with enough positive respect and regard to at least explore it. So let me give you an example of this. I've got a client. She's been a nurse for, gosh, she must be close to 15 years now. And she's she's always loved the field of nursing. It's been great for her. And also, she began to notice that the nursing industry was not designed to keep nurses healthy. And if we are ever seeing that, it is right now, right, during this moment. But she's noticed this years ago, and she had this hunch that there had to be another way. She was watching her own health go down the drain. So she was putting on extra pounds by accident. She had chronic migraines. She was really fatigued, constantly stressed out, really feeling isolated. Even though she was around people all day long, she didn't really feel like anybody in her circle really got her. And so she just began to explore, what else could I be doing? Could, is there some modification I could make to my current career that would allow me to be here and sustain it? 
Or do I need to be doing something different altogether? And it turns out for her over the course of us working together, it was not an either or answer. It was a both answer. She decided to figure out how as a nurse, she could be really healthy, how she could be genuinely able to sustain this career. So she made some minor tweaks to her lifestyle, to the specific hospital that she worked in that would allow her to thrive as a nurse and also she opened up her own mentoring practice for people who are in a similar boat to her. And it's been phenomenal. Like she has two things going on. So it wasn't an either or. She found that having both was deeply nourishing for her. And also she is set up to be able to lean more into one or the other as it's applicable. So she's got this very nimble, flexible way of making money where she's able to be nourished in either direction, depending on what makes sense and what is true for her in that moment. So that's just one example. I want to share with you something else that one of my clients wrote me recently. She said, just like in the past two weeks, she said, honestly, Carly, I'm having trouble focusing on anything right now. What has really helped me is simply talking through my discomfort and not pretending like I have all the answers. I am in awe of all the creativity I'm seeing all around, from parents managing children and work, to teachers suddenly going online, to fancy restaurants figuring out how to do takeout. I'm inspired and also a bit overwhelmed. Can I be this creative? What can I do to be of service without giving away things for free and without feeling like I'm selling something and taking advantage of the situation? And without exhausting myself trying to figure out what everyone needs and then trying to fill those needs. End quote. What she was doing in this written example to me was daring to go deeper into the questions. Rather than having to have all the answers, she was able to say, you know what is helping? I'm simply talking through my discomfort and not pretending like I have all the answers. Instead, I am considering all of these questions. How can I bring something forward that is of service to other people without taking advantage of the situation and without me exhausting myself in the process? What could that look like? What she just did in this moment of uncertainty was she called upon what is true for her. She dared to not have the answer in that moment and yet to pause and to consider what might be of service to her both now and in the future. You see, I remember, I think it was David Letterman, he has that new show on Netflix, well, it's been there for a couple of years now, where he does, he does interviews. And there was an interview with Kanye West. And I don't quote a lot of Kanye West, but I'm going to paraphrase something that he said that was incredibly powerful. Kanye mentioned that he was hanging out with somebody once and they said, man, you are such a boss. You have, you know, created so much cultural change. Your power is your ability to influence other people. And Kanye paused. And he said, no, I don't think that's quite right. My power is my ability to not be influenced by other people. Mm, I love that. In other words, what he was saying is that even when there's lots of noise around him, he is able to hear what is true for him and then lean into that. So this is our opportunity not to be harder on ourselves. That is not what this moment is about. This moment is about replacing our expectations with grace and daring to at least consider what might be. 
Here's one of the things that is becoming really globally apparent to all of us right now, and maybe you were aware of this before, but it's that we are in a position right now uniquely within our economy for the first time in human history where banking on yourself and consciously creating the career that works for you, whether that's working for somebody else or creating something where you work for yourself, has just become perhaps the safest thing that you can do. Investing in yourself is the thing that will serve you now and will serve you later. And when I say investing in yourself, that could look like many things. That could look like investing in kindness to yourself. That could look like investing in going on a walk so that you could hear your own thoughts. That could look like investing in a coach or a mentor or an expert who can help you through this. And hey, you know me. So if anything I've ever shared with you has spoken to you, head over to carlythane.com. Click the start here button. Apply for a session. Here's what's going to happen in that one-time session. We're going to turn down the volume around you. And we're going to turn up the volume on your truth. And then together, we're going to map out a step-by-step plan for your career, health, and relationships that's in alignment with who you are. And once upon a time, I think I would have been scared to put something like that out here at this moment because I would have thought the same thing my client was thinking. Oh my gosh, am I taking advantage of this situation? And you know what I knew to be true as I was thinking about this is that if there has ever been a time for you to invest in yourself, it is right here, right now. And you're a grown adult. You'll only reach out if you feel like it's the right time. And I trust you to know when the time is right. And my motto has been this for years. When others go big and fast, I go meaningful and deep. I've built a stable business by not doing what everybody else is doing. And now is the time for you too to hold steady to what you're discovering is true for you, to dabble with your own sense of knowledge and wisdom, to listen to it, and then to begin to act on it in small but consistent ways. Because there is no identical precedent for this type of global pandemic. And that means there is no one perfect way to spend your quarantine. We are all off the hook for perfecting this time. And that reminds me of years ago, I was teaching a yoga class and we had everybody in downward dog and they had one leg lifted and somebody, you know, was, was really struggling with it. And she was asking a lot of questions. And, and there's this terrible thing us yoga teachers do sometimes where a student will ask a question while we're in a hard pose. And we get so excited about the question that we forget that everybody else is holding the hard pose. <laughs> so here I am answering the student's question. She's wondering, well, should I have my foot two more inches to the left? Do I need to hold my arm up? Am I carrying my shoulders correctly? And she's asking me all these things because she wanted to perfect the pose. She wanted to know that she was getting the most out of it. And I looked around the room and I saw, everybody else sweating. And I said, hey, just out of curiosity, what would it be like if we could all just be C students right now? What if we didn't have to be the A plus achievers in in this challenging moment? What would that even look like for us? And I said, golly, I wonder what the opposite of perfection is. And from the back of the room, a woman named Jill, she shook her little foot in the air and she said, Carly, the opposite of perfection is freedom. (laughs) And I'll never forget that, Jill. Thank you. The opposite of not trying to perfect our time during quarantine is the freedom for you to give yourself grace. The freedom for you to know more about who you are and what serves you now and forever moving forward. So remember, 
You thrive through nourishment, not punishment. Keep prioritizing what you value, including yourself, and I will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Messy and Magnificent podcast and being part of this dynamic, life-giving community of women. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and me hanging out, sipping tea together, making sure that all women become richer, more nourished, and able to keep on rising. So I'll see you on the next episode next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to head over to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast to get the full show notes. And I've also got some extra special free resources for driven women over there that you won't find anywhere else.